I've got one of those stories that's just not going to make you feel good, but we'll try to make up with it with, you know, rude jokes during the birthdays and death days. <laughs> I've got, uh, well, it's actually, that probably covers mine too. Oh, is it Nazis? No, not this time. No, mine's witches. Oh, I was going to do that. I didn't do that. I'll do your witches then. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hello. <laughs> Hello there, welcome to Dave Fights, a podcast where we take things that occurred in this day in history and pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. Here's your cap on that up and join us to see which was best is Lizzie Roper. Hello! <laughs> right, let's go to the 18th of August. Yeah, let's just get this one done because it's dark <laughs> yeah. and awful. Uh, 18th of August, 1612, the beginning of the trial of the Pendle Witches. Uh, The Pendle Witch Trial was the biggest witch trial in the United Kingdom. Twelve people were accused. Uh, One died before they could be executed. Eleven went to trial. Um, This represents 2% of all witches executed ever in the UK during this trial. Um, Partly because James I was on the throne and he believed in witches and really didn't like witches. Um, he, there, was, there were two families. There's the Demdike family and the Chattox family, and they hated each other. Like, I don't know, presumably there were two families in the Dukes of Hazard that hated each other, that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the Dukes point, Chattis- of Hazzard. I don't know. That seems like, I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> Let's What's the, I, I, I have hog. no idea, but was the Dukes of Hazard like a take on Romeo and Juliet? Is that, I had yeah, no, I, I did not see the layers yeah. in that. Yeah, very Shakespearean. <laughs> that's why they drive off the cliff in the General shorts. Lee. Um, so the Demdikes, no, the Chattics has stole a pound, one pound's worth of goods from the Demdikes at some point. Um, and the two old women, the grandmothers, old Demdike and mother Chattics, were the two wise women of the area of Lancashire. The midwives and the ones who knew how to make herbs into potions and all that, Malola. Yes, they make did. They could make better. you mm. make feel better. They could make you feel worse. Um, however, at one point, um, Alison Device, or Devis, met peddler John Law um, and... She was a beggar. Most of the family were beggars. They went around asking for pennies. Um, and then if you didn't give them pennies, they would go, curse you. <clears throat> um, so she asked for pennies and offer pins. And he said no. And so she cursed him. And he went and had a stroke. At which point he said, well, Who, I wonder what, if that was anything a field? to do. What, what? Hang on, hang on. Who was he stroking? Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she spent. That's what she spent the pins on. <laughs> give us some pins, and I'll give you a stroke. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, um, Alison. So he said, "Well, that was that woman who uh, cursed me." And so the police went picked her up, and Alison said, "Oh yes, I did tell the devil to go and lay John Law low um, because he keeps he thinks so much of himself." Um, but then she said, "But the others have been doing it too. The Demdikes and the Chattixes were doing it too. Everyone's doing all this witchcraft stuff." Um, which is where it would have stayed, apart from the fact that once they'd arrested the first couple of them, um, the rest of the family decided to have a big meeting. And no one knows what went on at this meeting, but there was suspicion that they were doing some witchy rituals. And so they went and arrested eight more people. Um, and because James I had changed the laws on evidence so that now children could be taken as witnesses <gasps> in um, uh, witch trials, only in witch trials, uh, but in witch trials you could have the um, evidence taken from uh, children or animals or uh, animals are very good witnesses, very good, very They're reliable very witnesses. Animals. If you want to prove something, yes. witnesses, yes. witnesses to what, Lizzie? Witnesses to what? <laughs> what, did they what, does, what, what, does, what does your dog TT? If he could talk, terrible things, terrible. Awesome. 
Could you hear there's a cockle outside the window testifying loudly to something now? The hot tub. You and your hot tub. <laughs> it's, it's got invited in. You didn't come, so we got the cockle. Yeah, why don't you fill it with <laughs> fill it with wine, chuck the cockerel in, and you've got... <laughs> Brand. <laughs> um, so, okay, the, so uh, nine-year-old Janet Devis uh, testified against her own mother, who had to be dragged out of the court, screaming imprecations mm. against her daughter. Um, and mm. Janet meant that her mother and eleven others got executed, as she said that they uh, were all uh, witches and had a brown dog called Ball who came to visit them to take. Um, That's just asking for confusion. Is that an Abbott and Costello routine? Yeah. What do I throw for the dog? Ball. Ball. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, what do I throw for the dog? Uh, Later on, they accused him of a terrorist plot too to blow up Lancaster Castle, but they decided they weren't doing that. It was just witches. um, And that's... The only reason we know so much about it was the clerk of the court decided to write the whole thing down. So we have a complete, uh, not quite verbatim, but a complete account of this witch trial. It's basic, Uh, but but, but those trials just sound like sort of precursors to Jerry Springer with mothers denouncing daughters and God knows what. Yes, this one particularly was two families who were sort of on the fringes of society, who were making their livings through begging, stealing, doing whatever they could, really didn't like each other and decided to take it out in a courtroom. But we remember them now because the Burnley has Pendle Witch's Brew and X43 Bus, which goes along the Witch's Way. So, you know. Oh, Janet Device, later on, nine-year-old Janet Device, when she grew up, she was also accused of witchcraft by a boy called Edward, who said that uh, he was late home one day and he said he was late home because a witch caught him in a barn and took him to a barn full of witch food and there were people hanging upside down and that's why I'm late home. And uh, I love that you tried to raise your volume there to mask the sound of the cockerel. People will only (laughs) notice that if they're listening on headphones, but we all heard that. Yeah, and you're like, and then, 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 then that happened. Quiet Massive cockerel. Yeah. <laughs> Bad duck. <laughs> anyway, so he was responsible for the death of Janet Device, who was also convicted by the evidence of a child. There we go. That's the Pendle Witch trial. It's pretty horrible. Mm. I've got something horrible. Oh, okay. Has he got a French accent? No. <laughs> witchy voices. How, <clears throat> how much do you two know about Steve Biko? A little oh. bit. We, we ought to know more. Uh, he yeah. was incredible. Uh, mm. <clears throat> he was South African and black. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, he got very involved uh, in the black rights movement there uh, during the time of apartheid. <clears throat> he uh, was the first to start promoting the slogan, Black is Beautiful. He ha- it wasn't his slogan, but he was the first one to kind of extol it. Um, and he was very anxious that um, part of the black rights movement be about black people feeling uh, pride not just a kind of oh finally we've been given some human rights here but but actually taking pride in themselves and who they Mm. were and he was going to study medicine um which is what his kind of family wanted him to do but he chose law uh, and it, there was a sort of history of that turning into political activism quite a lot um and he formed the South African Students Organization uh, and he was president for a year and then he stepped down because uh he did not want there to be any kind of cult of celebrity or personality 
forming around the movement. So he was like, I'm getting out of the way of this now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that happened. Then he formed the Black People's Convention, which was about promoting black consciousness. Um, there's a great quote from him. He says, my major problem at this moment is a strange kind of guilt. So many friends of mine have been arrested for activities in something that I was most instrumental in starting. A lot of them are blokes I spoke into the movement, and yes, I'm not with them. One does not think this way in political life, of course. Casualties are expected and should be bargained for. Um, he did amazing work. He built communities. He set up healthcare centres and creches for working black women uh, and, in, and an education fund. Um, so as you might expect, the police were quite hot on him and they imposed travel restrictions. Um, I know you know this, but like one of the ways during apartheid uh, they could control wages and effectively pretty much have slavery was they would not just segregate, but they would control townships. If you were in this township, you couldn't travel to that township. And what that meant was that you could mm. depreciate the value of workers in a certain township so that they would have to take less money to do work. Um, but he tried to travel. He got uh, stopped at a roadblock. So on the 18th of August, 1977, he was arrested uh, at a police roadblock and he got the living hell beaten out of him. Uh, he was imprisoned for a year and a half, uh, but then was beaten in a cell. And uh, the doctor, uh, the, the doctor examined him, and said, "No, he's got no injuries." Um, it, it, he did. His head had yeah. been stoved in. You couldn't miss it. Uh, two mm. other doctors examined him and found blood in his spinal fluid. So naked and cuffed they chucked him into the back of a land rover and they drove him to the hospital which was 740 miles away where he died alone and he was 30 years old and it's a name that we should remember more Mm. Mm. so you're all sober now bring back the hot tub chat that's what i say (laughs) let's do the birthdays and the death days Happy death day to Bruce Forsyth. And why have I done death days first? I don't know. I'm just reading them in the wrong order. <laughs> Happy death That's day fine. To... Why don't we do We should. We should change it up. Yeah. Happy death day to Bruce Forsyth, who um, somehow inexplicably stayed as a national treasure throughout many investigations into all sorts of celebrity misbehaviour, none of which laid a hand on him. He was an implausibly wonky man um, <laughs> with a wife who seemed to love him very much. And that's all we shall say about Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> Happy birthday to Virginia Dare, born in Virginia in 1587. She was the first English child born in the Americas in the new Virginia colony of Roanoke. Um, Her grandfather, John Wilkes... John Wilk um, went back to England to get them more provisions at the end of the year and when he came back everyone in the colony had disappeared they found the word Croatoan um, scratched into a tree so they assumed they must have gone to Croatoan Island which is just off the coast uh, but when they got there no one was there and they never found any of the settlers from Roanoke ever again cool oh. The Marie Celeste of Settlers. Hey, see, if you yes. are going to Croatoan, you'd leave you'd leave a proper message. You wouldn't just scratch it on a tree and, and hope that they put <laughs> two and two together, surely. Well, what, what, also, would you, you what would you do? Scratch it on Send a, tree a fax. To, you probably wouldn't scratch it on a tree if you weren't going there. <laughs> yeah. Throw them yeah. off my trail. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of having to come so far all good today on a tree every morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Haven't been taken to any islands. Oh, yeah, certainly so haven't cool. had any run-ins with any native here. Why we so have a brave black rights activist hero, yeah. being viciously murdered. Mm-hmm. We have women being viciously murdered mm. for the 
crimes of other people's misogyny. Oh, it's a good episode today, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah. As a uh, middle-class white man, I'm feeling particularly. Oh, I'm feeling great. I'm episode. feeling so good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I discovered um, this week let's that the house. To the Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> the house that I live in it was apparently built sometime between 1400 and 1550, mm. and I've got a book. Uh, there was a lot of witch activity on Guernsey. Oh yeah. And mm. uh, at the time that this house was standing, they were burning witches down in the market mm. square, and something else they like to do to witches, um, because you know these women, they really, they really need to be shown who's boss. Um, they used to take these women and they used to nail their tongues oh, um, to a stake in the market square. So. That's mm. nice Is that a scold's bridle? I think that's something different, isn't it? Isn't that when it's like a sort of a, um, a chastity belt for your mouth, or has it got spikes <laughs> yes, in as well? Yes, you take well? the tongue out and you put a pin oh, through it so God. they can't oh, Okay then. God, it's not easy, is it? It's not easy. Mm. Right. So, I mean, oh, what does this? This bank holiday weekend, we've got all the tongue nails you could need. <laughs> Wicks. <laughs> the black and decker tongue, mate. Black and decker. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, I've been splitting tongues all day and it's really taken out of me. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, Biff, though. <laughs> terrible. Oh, you're terrible, you are. I mean, my husband's um, busy nailing tongues to trees. JML. JML would have a good tongue thinger, wouldn't they? JML. Tongue, tongue stapler. <laughs> Uh, it's so hot in here, and Nathaniel Tapley <laughs> has got a hot tub. Mm. Um, and I, I've, uh, I've got a hot. Uh... Yeah, you got a hot topic. Um, I'm going. I'm going to give the points mm. to Jake purely because Nat's got a yes. hot tub. And okay. I think that's only fair. <laughs> that's hot tub tax, and that's fair enough. <laughs> we, yeah. I mean, it's a little disclosure uh, here. We're drawing back the velvet curtain, but we, we sometimes, uh, out of necessity, record uh, date fight in batches. Um, yeah, a you know, month we, we at record, a time. Uh, That's no, we, we get no, so insane. Imagine that. We'd be so delirious. <laughs> um, but I'd like to move right now that we complete the week uh, right now in this session because it seems like the whole hot tub issue is really working for me. <laughs> so if it's okay with you guys, can we just finish the week? Uh, cool. No. We'll see you tomorrow in see you tomorrow. 25 seconds. Bye. Bye. Blah, 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 blah.